So I'm excited to preach to everyone today, everyone who is listening in Facebook Live and also soon in YouTube. No? Um, we are continuing our series entitled The Gospel Explained. But before I get into the Word of God today, I just want to share with you my conversation with my good friends. And we were talking about the major, um, it was a Congress hearing about a network last Friday. We were chatting about the decision. I was putting out my, my thoughts about it. I thought these are the right points and the wrong points. And they were also discussing this with me. And as I was also finishing this preaching, I realized that to be right is not enough. I can actually have all the things that make things right, but it's not enough unless we are made right. You know, in the world that we live in, to be right sometimes is based on a perspective of a person with a position. To be right is based on the facts. To be right probably is about eloquence on how we deliver our facts. But thanks be to God for us, the people of God, to be right is never about us. As much as we want to be right in the world that we live in, in our lives, at the end of the day, it is only God who can make us right. And that's what we're talking about today as we go through the book of Romans. We are actually going through Romans chapter 5, verse uh, 1 to 11. Paul begins to unpack what it is really to be made right. When we learn about this, we know that this is what we call justification, to be made right with God. And as we go through uh, the book, I, I know that you guys are excited for the Word of God today. You might be sitting in your couch, you might be lying down, you might be washing the dishes. But my prayer is that you will be able to focus for the next two hours because this is live. No, no, quick lang ako mag-preach. But I hope you guys are excited and I pray that you are able to focus on the Word. Why? Because the Word is life. It actually guides us. And as we go through verse 1, before we pray, it says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, the NLT version says to be justified is also that we have been made right in the sight of God. That's what it means to be justified. Let me discuss justification in a nutshell for a while. To be justified is God at the righteous place in his judgment seat says, you are guilty. Sin actually equalizes everyone. The ones tuned in at home, everyone here in the center, it all equalizes us as guilty of sin. But God in his sovereignty sends his one and only son, even though he judges us guilty, he sends Jesus to die for us and he makes us righteous. We are made righteous not because of what we do, but because of what Christ has done. And so we receive it by faith. The Bible says, therefore, since we have been made right by faith or justified by faith, we have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Justified, being right, gives us peace. But it doesn't end there. Paul actually unpacks that. Paul actually makes sure that we understand what the implication of having being justified with God really means. Because the world we live in sometimes has a tension in a battle between the biblical view that we know as believers. What do I mean? When we say we are made right with God, what does that mean? Sabi ni Lord, 
wala ka ng kasalanan, pinagbayaran na ng anak ko, and so you are righteous, guiltless. You are now made right with me. Bati na tayo. Hindi nagalit sa atin si Lord. But when it actually merges with our worldview, imagine this with me. Sino yung huli niyong nakaaway? Meron ba kayong nakaaway? Probably in business, probably a long-lost friend, or probably a colleague, a teacher, or a boss. You know, when you actually have an argument, and when you try to settle it, what happens? Meron na kayong peace. Sabihin nyo, no? you meet them. Oh, Brian, friends na tayo. Ano na tayo? Let's just not fight. I'm sorry if I did this to you. Tapos si Brian, mag-sorry din siya sa akin. And so we are at what? Peace. Say it with me. We are at peace. But the world we live in has a different kind of peace that after that, we feel like nagkakaroon na ng lamat yung relationship. Am I right? If we have peace with others, sometimes our relationship is never the same. Why? Because we don't want to relive the past. Okay na yan. Let's just live it with that. You know, some of the believers, even today, and sometimes I catch myself doing that, I feel like peace is only the absence of conflict. But there's nothing more to it. And that's why Paul unpacks that. Paul, from verse 2 to 11, would actually allow us to understand what that peace really means. Or what is it really to be right with our Heavenly Father. And today, if there's a statement that I want to discuss for the entire two hours that I'm with you, it's this. Being right with God means so much more than having peace with Him. I'm going to say that again. Being right with God, is, it means so much more than having peace with Him. Let's pray. Lord, thank You. As You anoint the preaching of Your Word, Lord, allow uh, Your Word to come alive, Lord, as I preach it, Lord, as the people will receive it, Lord, in their homes, in their mobile devices, Lord. Allow them to focus on Your Word. Allow it to come alive, Lord. Not, let not this preaching be just an emotional high, Lord, but it's something that will transform us and renew us in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, this preaching is a picture of this statement. Have you heard this? Wait, there's more. Ganun pala yung sabihin, no? When you watch home TV shopping, di ba? Sabihin nila, this is the product and you have to pay for it. But wait, there is so much more. I remember this kid who actually was applying for a multinational company and he was asked, sabi niya, oh, you're a fresh god. How much do you want as your salary? And so he said, as a fresh god, uh, this is my asking salary. I want you to pay me 120,000. Sabi niya. And now the HR in front of him who was interviewing him said this. Oh, do you, are you curious on what you get, the benefits that you want to get from me, uh, from this company? And he said, uh, yes. And so the HR practitioner began to reveal the benefits. Ito yung mga benefits mo. You will actually have 40 days of vacation leave every year. You're actually, you'll have uh, 100% of your medical bills, not only for you, but your family, your parents, your siblings, lahat. Pati kapitbahay mo, hindi nakasama yun. For immediate family lang. What else? Sabi nila, you'll also have uh, a car to drive that they can replace every two years. What's your dream car? He asked. Sabi niya, ah, I want a Subaru. Okay, you get that Subaru. Once you sign with us. And not only that, we prepare something for your retirement. Your salary per month times number of years, you get that as your retirement package. And so he was blown away. And this is what he said. Are you kidding me? Sabi niya, no? parang yung pamangkini pa. Everything I say, lagi niya sinasabi sa Are you kidding me? Guess what the HR practitioner said. You want to know? 
Yeah, yeah. Wow, first time na naririnig ako reaction. And this is what the HR said. Yes. Yes, I'm kidding you. Because you started it. Grabe, no? Humingi siya ng something out of proportion. Sobra naman yung hinihingi mo. But you know what? As we unpack what it really means to be right with God, God's telling you, He's not kidding. He has so much in store for you. As we continue, verse 2, it says, Through Him, the Bible says, we have also, there is so much more. He says, we have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand. What does that mean? You know, the past two weeks, or sorry, the past week we went through as a church uh, prayer and fasting. And one of the things I realized is that the grace of God is evident in a believer's life. Imagine with me, for being living in a life 120 days in a different world, iba na. How many of you here, as you are watching, you can really say that you have been blessed? Why? Because the grace of God is something that we stand on. The grace of God has been poured out to you and me. It's unending. Hindi po siya pinorsyo ni Lord na, ah, Brian, kota ka na sa grace. Next week ka na. Janine, one liter na lang. Ang grace mo, hindi na kita bibigyan. You know, the grace of God is unending. It's full. And the Bible says, we stand on to that grace. What does grace mean? I like this definition about grace. It says, it's God's favor and disposition to bless us. Can you make that personal? Grace is God's favor and disposition to bless me. To be right with God, to be justified, to be right with Him comes with peace. And not only that, it comes also with grace. As we continue, it says, And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. What is Paul talking about? What is the hope of the glory of God? He actually explained this in, in one of his letters to the, to the Colossian church. And he said, To them, God chose to make known great among the Gentiles. And that is us are the riches of the glory of this majesty, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Not only do we get peace with God, we have the presence of God with us. Imagine, God is not only at peace with you, He is with you. Once we have that access, we can go directly to God anytime, but it starts with being made right with our Heavenly Father. And this is my first point that I want to share with everyone. Being right with God comes with the presence and the grace of God. Imagine, for the past 120 days that you have been living in your homes, probably working from home, or now you go back to work, has the presence of God been evident in your life? Do you actually operate with the grace of God? Do you actually operate that when you experience a problem, it is the presence of God that fuels us? Because, you know, when you are in the presence of God, mas confident tayo. Tama ba? When you know that the Heavenly Father is with you wherever you go, what happens? You have that faith and you do not move in fear. I'm gonna share a confession, if that's okay. You know, I've realized for the past 120 days, there were days, really, and I hope you can relate with me. There were days 
that it is not the presence of God that I see or that I am reminded about, but it is the presence of the virus. It is the presence of COVID. It is the presence of that scare. You know, God, we cannot see Him. And so the virus, we cannot see. And so para tayong, hala, ayan na. Asan na ba yung alcohol ko, yung lysol ko? Nandiyan na ba siya? You know, the presence of God is with us. And so let us never forget that we are always in the presence. And the grace of God is with us. Hindi po nauubos yan. God's presence and His grace joins us when He made us right with Him. As we continue, verse 3, it says, and pa, hindi pa rin siya natapos. Paul says, not only that, grabe, but we rejoice in our suffering. What kind of a believer would rejoice in our suffering? Ano itsura noon? Ganito ba yun? Yes, Lord! May problema na naman ako. Thank you. I'm not talking about that kind of rejoicing. I'm not talking that sabihin mo sa mga kasama mo sa Victor Group, praise God, may problema na naman ako. This was not that kind of rejoicing. But it's explained more by Paul. He says, we rejoice in our suffering, number one, knowing that suffering produces endurance. We are stronger when we suffer. What else? And endurance produces character, Christian character. The last problem that you've encountered, how did you react? Paano ka nag-operate? Takot na takot ka, parang wala si Lord? Or... Was it actually building that character of being uh, moving in faith and not in fear? Uh, I put here no, as a reminder, uh, one of the quotes that I found, it says, true test of character is not how you act in your best days, but the true test of character is how you act in your worst days. How do you act when you are in a problem? How do you act when you have a challenge? You know, the grace and the presence of God says, we endure. What else? It builds character. And of course, it produces hope. And that's why people of God, that's you and me, everyone who is watching this, you are people of hope because you can actually endure. And not only that, you can actually build character because of the grace of God. Now, we don't rejoice because we are going through problems. We rejoice. Why? Because there is hope. Pag meron tayong problema, we can actually say this, Lord, I know that you are with me, your grace is with me, and that I will be okay. This too shall pass. This pandemic shall pass. This issue financially will pass. This relational issue will pass. Why? Because you are with me. You know, when you encompass or when you summarize this very rich text of Romans 5, verse 3 to 4, it actually points us to what God is doing in our lives. And this is my second point. Being right with God doesn't only come with peace, it also comes with being transformed by God. Being right with God transforms us. When we exercise, di ba? Ako, I... You know, I've been, wala, wala talaga. <laughs> but when we exercise, the light, the heavy weight, when we start, becomes easy, right? The the 100-pound barbell that we carry after two months of carrying it every other day becomes light eventually. It builds endurance. Why? Because that's how we do it. God is actually transforming us and making us stronger. 
in the challenges that we face, of that we've faced for the past 10, 20 years of being a believer, this is my question. Has God transformed you? Binago ka ba ni Lord? Have you been stronger? Are, are you stronger now? Are you stronger when you face challenges? Are you being transformed by God? I want to introduce a term, no? And I was bouncing this off to uh, sila Lou, sila Janine, sila Nikki. And this is this term. It's called asimto Christian. Asimto Christian ka ba? Why? It's being positive. Yes, you are a Christian. Pero walang bakas na binago ka ni Lord. Binabago ka pa ba ng ating Panginoon? Is He still changing you? Are you allowing God to change you? Are you allowing God to, uh, to change that character and build that endurance in you? You know, sometimes when we react, Lord, it's a good prayer. Lord, take me out of this situation. Lord, take me out of the dark, my Lord. Because I don't want to be there. Sabi ng kaibigan ko, na si Gary V. But sometimes God won't take you out from that situation. Why? Because He wants to make you stronger. He wants to build that character. He wants to build that faith muscles. And that's why we are called not only to walk by faith, we are also called to what? Fight the good fight of faith. My prayer is that we will continually be transformed. Let's allow God to change us until today. My encouragement is let's not be asymptote Christians. People need to see that we are being changed. In your homes, yan, ngayon, yung mga nandyan, sa mga tabi nyo, alam ba nila na binabago ka ni Lord? Alam ba nila, or nakikita ba nila na binabago pa rin tayo ng Panginoon? As we continue, verse 5, Paul says, And hope does not put us to shame. What does that mean? Hindi tayo mapapahiya. Why? Because what God says, He will always fulfill. He is faithful before. He has been faithful yesterday, today, and He will always be faithful tomorrow. He says, we will not be put to shame because of God's love. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Why is Paul unpacking the relevance of being made right with God? Why is Paul uh, unpacking the benefits of being at peace with God? He says it's based on the love of God. And he shows us proof from verse 6 to 10. Verse 6, he says, For while we were still weak, nung mahina pa tayo, marupok pa tayo, hindi tayo makahindi sa sin, we can't do it on our own, the, all the bad things we do, Paul even said this, no? Uh, I want to do the right thing, but I don't do the right thing. I know it's not said like that, pero parang ganon, sabi ni Paul, no? And the the things that he doesn't want to do, he does. He was weak. What else? Verse 8, But God showed His love for us in while we were what? Still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were doing things that, was, that were not pleasing to the Lord, God was actually showing His love for us already. How? Verse 9, Since therefore we have now been justified, we have been made right. Why? Or how? By the blood of Jesus. Much more, he says, shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. Verse 10. For while, and this is the third part, for while we were what? Enemies. Some, number one, sabi niya, while you were still weak, while you were a sinner, and while we were rebelling against God, while we were against him. No, what? 
nung magkagalit pa tayo, we were at war with God. He says, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son. And hindi pa natapos si Paul. Sabi niya, much more now. What was Paul drawing? Or what was Paul painting a picture of? He was saying, even before you were right with God, when you were weak, when you were a sinner, when you were an enemy, God's love was there to pursue you. God's love was there to reach out so that you can be right with Him. Even before of our legal standing, God's love was pursuing us. Si Lord, hindi po siya random na, uy, nagpray, maganda yung prayer. O sige, save ko na to. Even before we were invited to church, He has been sending people to pray for you. Even before we received Christ, even before we prayed the prayer of salvation, He was sending people to invite us to church. And that is the love of God. Before we were, we were still weak, we were still sinners, and we were still enemies. I want to say this. Being made right with God starts from the love of God. Being made right with God starts from the love of God. I remember my, uh, my Lolo who passed away very early. He was just around 60 when he, oh, sorry, 70 when he died. Um, I remember this story when I was still in elementary. It was summer. He actually scolded me for something. I don't remember what. You know, my Lolo and I call him Palo because when I was so I, I couldn't... Anyway, I call him Palo. Ganito po yung nangyari. Pinagalitan niya ako. He scolded me. And I really felt bad. Spoiled po ako sa Lolo ko. Whatever I wanted and whatever I needed, I would just go to him and he would give it to me. But there's this one time he actually, siguro, napuno na siya, no? And I know that I was wrong. Pinagalitan niya ako ng sobra. And I was so hurt. I felt like, ayoko na. It was pride. Why? Spoiled kasi ako eh. And so, I remember he talked to my Lola to talk to me. Sabi niya, oh, ano na? Bati na kayo. Ano lang yun? Inaano kami, pinapatch things up. Sabi ko, tsaka na po. Next time na. And my tita, my mom's sister, heard it. And she was so furious. And sabi niya, sinusuyo ka na, ayaw mo pa. You know, my Lolo did everything during that week to make sure that we could be at peace with each other. To the point that he actually said sorry to me, even though it was not really his fault. He actually made peace with me. He made sure that we were at peace. And he actually revealed to me why he was bugging me na maging batina kami. Because during that week, somebody from the U.S. came. And during those times, remember this, kailangan two days lang para maka-access ka ng duty-free. Nalala niyo yung time na yon. After that, wala na. He was so uh, frustrated that hindi kami na-patch things, that we were not at peace. And it expired. And when he told me, you know, I really wanted us to be okay, he wanted to bring me to duty-free and buy me new lotto shoes. It was the best tennis shoes during that time. And for me, parang ako, grabe, bakit ba? Ang sobra yung pride ko. Why am I sharing this? You know, it was important for him to actually be at peace with me first. And then he wanted to show me so much of his love. He wanted to buy me things. He wanted to buy me panset, which was his favorite. He wanted to shower me with all his blessings, to bless me, to give, to give stuff to me, to make me happy. 
And I hope everyone sees this picture as our Heavenly Father wants to bless us. This is the reason why He wants us to be at peace with Him. Why? Because we have so much access to the benefits of being at peace with Him. My last illustration is this. You know, sometimes we see God as this angry judge. That when we are in front of Him because of the wrath of God, we feel like, Ayoko na makita to, kikidlatan ko to. And Jesus comes in and says, Dad, wag na, okay na to, sagot ko na to. Ako na magbabayad ng kasalanan nito, pero wag ka na magalit sa kanya. You know, this is the wrong perspective of God. The right perspective of God is God, not only as a judge, but also as a heavenly father. That when he sees you in front of that judgment seat, he would say, Anak, dahil mo ginawa, kailangan kita parusahan. I want you to be at peace with me. I want you to be righteous so that I can bless you. But I am also a just God, so you need to be punished. And that's why I'm calling on my son, Jesus, to pay the penalty of your sins so that we can be right with each other. You know, to be right with God is not enough that we stop there. To be right with God is to live out the full benefit. And this is the gospel, my friends. This is the full gospel that when we embrace being right with God, it actually affects not only the past, our forgiven, but not only that, it actually affects our daily lives until we see God face to face. And so this is a better picture. Not sure if you see it, but this is a picture of the prodigal son. That when he waited for his son to go to him, anong sabi ng anak? Sabi niya, okay na ako, maging peace lang tayo, and then I'll be a slave. Okay na ako, at peace na tayo, dad, and then don't treat me as a son. Some of us do that. But God never wants that. When he has made us right, what? For what? For us to be blessed more. Ano sinabi ng father in this story? Quick, get the robe. Magpakatay kayo, magpalitsyon kayo, magpunta kayo ng andoks, or whatever. Let's celebrate because my son is back. This is the right picture. And this is because of the love of God. And so what is our proper response? This is our proper response. That we worship. We go back to the Lord and say, Lord, that you made me right was based on your love. You know, if we study Romans chapter 5, 1 to 11, it will actually give us a picture of a loving father. And it will actually allow us to say, Lord, are you kidding me? Lord, are you kidding me? You're doing all that and I can access all those blessings? God is saying, yes, anak. You are privileged to use all those blessings. You can come, come to me anytime. My grace will always be sufficient for you. I will be with you. I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. I have a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. Verse 11, as we end, Paul summarizes it. He starts and ends with this. Sabi niya, more than that, di pa rin siya tapos. We also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation. You know, this puts us in the position where we can now love God. Say, Lord, I love you. I don't deserve this. And when we say, Lord, we love you, it's not just empty words. We feel it. We receive it. We experience it day by day. And that's why us being believers, 
we're also called to share this love to others. That when other people are going through struggles, crises in life, we can tell them, you know what? God made me stronger and I want to share with you how He did that. It starts with being right with God. It starts with being made right with God. I'm going to end with where I started, just like Paul. Being right with God makes so much more, means so much more than having peace with God. How do we apply this word? There are three things that I want all of us to do today. In your, in your seats, in the comfort of your homes, you can write this down, you can take a screenshot, that as you take time to reflect on this word today, I want you to ask these questions. Number one, are you living in the presence of God? Yes, you know that you are at peace with God, but is your life lived out with Him, with you, day by day? Second, are you living under the grace of God? Are you tapping on to the grace of God? Or are you living your life as if it was all about your connections, your finances, your resources? When was the last time you went to God and said, Lord, di ko na kaya. I need your grace. And lastly, are you continually being transformed by God? Is God still changing you? Or are you the same Christian two, three, five years ago? Allow God to change you today. Allow God to make you feel His presence in your life today. And allow God to give you that grace, that mercy, that peace that we need in our daily life.